Welcome back to Coffee and Conversations. One half of your hosting here, Troy, and the other half, Mr. Cagle, is right here with me. Greetings. And, uh, yeah, how you doing, mate? It's been a week since I talked to you. What's new, what's new in your life? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing that happened this week is uh, I keep having to get up at nine, like 8.30 in the morning because I'm um, being a TA for a class. Um, it's on online, obviously, but, you know, still. That's disrupting my uh, sleep schedule. Interesting. I I remember when I used to, I remember like when I was in high school and I would see like the TA in a class and like, I don't know, it just feels weird that like we are that age now. Like of the TAs who were in <laughs> it's our right. high school classes. Yeah, that's totally right. It's so weird. I mean, I, I'm, it's, uh, it's for a theater class at my old high school. So I'm working with my, my old drama teacher, um, who I'm still very close with. And, um, I mean, I'm working mostly with freshmen and then some of the older, I think there's a senior and a couple juniors and a couple sophomores, but still it's, it's weird to think like two years ago I was graduating from there and now I'm working back there. That's crazy. Two years is coming up from when we graduated high school. That's it's been, yeah. I mean, my graduation was June 7th, 2018. So that's what, like three weeks from now. Yeah. Mine was like May 26th, I think. Either way, still. Yeah. yeah. I know I mentioned <clears throat> this but uh, b- before we started rolling, but goddamn, I made a good pu- uh, cup of coffee this week. I've been perfecting my um, my, my skills with this French press um, over the past couple weeks, and I'm um, starting to figure out how I like it. <sighs> damn good. Um, I, think it's, I think it's quite funny. They're not quite funny, but quite interesting when you, like, look at time. Because, like, thinking about how, like, two years has gone past. Like, when you think about it, like, in the grand grand scheme, like, when you're like, oh, wow, two years, that flew by. But then it you really think about did. It, it did, but then think about, like, all you've done, like, in that time. It's It's been a lot. Like, I feel like that's like, always how, how time feels to me, at least, like it feels like it went so fast, but you know it was so full of things because time doesn't really go faster. It just feels like it does. Yeah, like, like, like I remember, like, I was like, damn, that, that was a long time ago, uh, whatever, a year. I was, I, recently, I was looking back at a year ago, and I was like, damn, a year was a long time ago. And then, like, I think about, like, the position I was in a year ago from, I guess, today, and I'm, it's like, wow, that that was different person that's crazy and that's so i actually that a lot of stuff has happened in that time i feel like we talked about this a little bit i, I don't remember which episode but we, we talked did. about how I like, think, you know, we did recently talk about like how people you change, change every, every six months but i, I think just mean, like, how it feels like time goes slow but really i think like or how time it feels time goes fast but like how it does get filled with a lot of stuff if you're being productive yeah i i think it's always um it's it's the same thing so you know how, like, a, if you take a road trip, it, it always feels like the trip there takes longer than the trip back. Um, and mm-hmm. it's because your brain, um, when, we, when we're seeing the same thing, w- when we're taking in new information, time feels slower. So the drive there, you're taking in new information, you're on, the, you're on a new path, you're seeing whatever, right? But on the drive back, you're back on that path again, you've seen it before, so you're not taking in all that new information, so it feels like it goes faster. Definitely. And the same the thing same. goes with life. Like, yeah. it, it, it's like, you know, we've done all this shit before, so it starts getting faster and faster. And it also, years start to feel shorter because they take up less percentage of your life. Because, I mean, when you're five, a year is 20% of your whole life. So it feels like forever. When you're 20, it's, you know, 5% of your life. It's starts to you know it, it, it's a i don't remember the exact mathematical term for that curve but you know what i mean like it's got a diminishing returns on how much of a how much a year is of your life so what you're saying is just constantly do new things and never turn to the old things and you will live a very feel like a very long time um not exactly because the year thing take yes and no according to what the things i just said again i'm not an expert but like with the percentage thing, no matter what you do, every year feels shorter because it's taking up less percentage of your life. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that's that's why it feels shorter. And why life always seems to be speeding up. 
Because it feels yeah. like, it feels like there's, especially now with like, endless. Well, it feels like endless time. You can do anything, but it's so easy to do nothing. Do these <clears throat> do these days go by slow or fast for you? Oh, so fast, so like, so fast. It's crazy how fast these days go. Like, well, it's the I'm same not... thing I was talking about. The we've we've seen we're already really used to this place, and now we're seeing it all the time. So That's our brain's true. not taking in all this new information. So it feels super fucking fast. Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, I feel like recently I was just reminiscing. I was like, wow, April went by so fast. Now I guess let's see May. And it's like, it's like May 16th. <laughs> We're halfway through May. <laughs> like, I like, I just blinked and now like May's halfway gone. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, in, if everything had been normal, this would be my second week home. Not my, um, what was it? Halfway through March when we came home? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if second month, this normal, this would be my second week, not my second month home. Yeah, I feel if everything went normal, I'd be, I don't know, somewhere not here, in like Switzerland or Italy or something. I don't know, <laughs> not here. Yeah, it it does. I mean, it it does kind of suck that a lot of you can't really do much there now because yeah. the I mean it's cool because you can like explore like domestically, um, and I've been doing that a bit, but. I'm really hoping that borders open up soon so I can skip around. Speaking of that, um, out of curiosity, are you sure you're going to be able to come home? Um, yeah. I'm not sure if my exact flight will be upheld, but I know that I'll be able to get home either way. Okay. A little vague. <laughs> yeah. I'll just, I might have to re- buy a new flight. It's like very last minute. Like they... That I would be able to find out, because I just don't know right now. I understand. But, speaking on sleep schedules, <clears throat> that's funny that you mentioned that 8.30, that you're like, wow, I gotta get up at 8.30 super early, but that's when you sleep schedule. Because when I get up at 8.30 right now, I'm like mad at myself, because it's like too late. Like, I've been trying to get up like super early, and like when I get up at like 8.30, and I'm like, damn, I just slept in. Really? Why yeah. are you getting up so early? I don't know. I feel like I'm more productive in the daytime versus the nighttime. It's true. It's so I've been just trying to take advantage of my daylight hours. It's funny, too. I mean, like, I uh, this semester I had transitioned myself into a morning person. I mean, I, I was up 8, 8.30 every day um, because I had to be. Um, and I liked it. And then I just, you know, a shift to coming home and everything changes and it, it, you're falling back into these patterns. And I mean, back in high school, I was like, chaotic night owl i was up till five most nights it was bad (laughs) um but like the the being disassociated from that lifestyle and then thrust back into it was is a weird thing um and then having to now readjust back to the morning it's just everything's all over the place everything's confusing and i think i've said this I, i don't i know i've not said this to you but i've been saying this the past couple of days is i really hate the fact that this is becoming normal i don't like what? it the, the quarantine i don't like oh, that yeah. i'm getting used to this yeah. i don't want to yeah. be used to this <laughs> well i mean i things are opening up right here so i mean you can go out but i, I know I things like... are opening up a little bit here but it's it's yeah, yeah. i don't know I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, man, I wish in college that I liked mornings like I do now. You're still in college. Well, yeah, 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 but like this past semester specifically. Mm. um, Because I I remember I had a 9 a.m. class. Did you have a 9 a.m. class too? Is that what you said? My earliest class was 9.50, but I would have like, I I had a, a therapy at 9 some days, and I would always try and get up by 8.30 because I like to have an hour or so to do some work in the morning or do, um, um, get coffee and stuff, have a nice breakfast. Like, I just liked having those hour or two in the morning. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, no, but I I had this one class that 9 a.m. It was a creative writing class and it was, I, I would just could not get up for it. Like I would get up for it. Like I'd go to it, but like so, so often, like I would just pull up like, when classes started like a minute a couple minutes late but 
why why I bring that up is because uh, at the end of the year I got A's on like everything, like all the assignments, and then at the end of the year I get my transcript back, and she just hit me with that C, and I was like, what? What? What is this? And she was like, oh no, all of your tardies they added up and they took off your attendance grade, and you got a C. <laughs> this is so dumb. That's from this semester. Yeah, this past um, the past, last semester. Oh, the last one, right. Mm-hmm. Your attendance is not required, and that was quite nice. But haven't you said you haven't even looked at your classes in weeks? Well, no, I just began starting. I just had to start. Well, my exam, it started on the 13th, and it, I have to turn it in on the 20th. And it's like an eight-page paper, mm-hmm. and I started it, yeah. I didn't start the paper. I started looking at my classes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's quite interesting, though. It's quite interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you a little fun fact. Um, so in Sweden and Scandinavia, um, they abide very, very strongly by the principle of autonomy and like doing everything independent, being very independent. Like they try and make uh, poor people independent from charity, wives independent from husbands, etc. as much as possible. That's because really Because like the way people view people are when that, when someone depends on someone or something, then all the other people who don't depend on things view that person as untrustworthy because then if that person depends on something, like for, I'm, this, this might be confusing, but for example, say you, you have like, say you're in a marriage or something and like, yeah, I don't know, okay. people are, you, they, they also try then like to get marriage, um, make, make it um, to autonomous people versus in like Western culture, it's very, or like American stuff like that and other parts of Europe, it's very pop common to be dependent on both sides. But um, when you're uh, autonomous, then you can be fully open and honest and um, that'll make people trust you more because then if you aren't dependent on that person for anything, then you could speak your mind and speak the truth versus like having to sugarcoat things or whatever for that matter but yeah so i guess that it, I, I don't I, I just started the paper but they What's the yeah, topic? they just abide by the principle is called like the swedish theory of love and huh. they abide by principles of autonomy and yeah just try and make everyone uh good for themselves it's very interesting i i might thrive there i'm very independent um yeah right <laughs> but Damn, I, it's so hard this week because I, I, I feel like my life is so boring right now that there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> like literally, I mean, like my life is boring. I, I'm not. You don't to talk about your life, man. We can juggle any concept you want. I mean, there's a whole bunch of concepts that exist in the world. That, I mean, that's true, man. My brain is so used to this boredom, it's having trouble thinking of them. You got, you got your conspiracy of the week yet? No, not yet. <laughs> I was definitely joking about that with my family. <laughs> it's, I I couldn't find any myself this week. I I don't know. It's like, it's were like the look, world slowed were you down. Looking for conspiracies? No. Mm. No, I'm not you, Troy. Um, well, you just said I can't find any. Did you mean like topics? Sort of. My point is, I, I it feels like the world's like slowed down, but it, like we were talking about, like uh, w- with time, it feels like it's really slowed down, but everything's sped up. So we're in this weird limbo. It shows the world is slowed down. It is, and it's just, I don't, I oh my god, man, I I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, this is something everyone's struggling with right now. And when you say everyone, this is like. Like, everyone. Yeah, this is one of, like, the few things that you can be, like, everyone. And when you think about, like, everyone, like, all those myriad of people, it's crazy to think how, how, like, people are coping with and, like, what all these people are doing, like, indoors and, like, with their time and how they're struggling with the stuff just as we are, but it's crazy. Yeah, and I I try to remember that I'm lucky, like, to have a, a rather spacious... I mean, it's not huge, but it's enough that, like, I have my own room and, like, I can get away from my family. And I know there's, I've heard stories of, like, you know, people crammed into tiny homes and it's, like, ten people in, in like, two rooms and it, I can't imagine. And so, like, I do try and 
remember that I, I am lucky to have this. But I don't I don't know. I, I, I've been worried about the fall still. And um, I guess there have been some, some cool updates with that. Uh, um, there have been some colleges announcing around here that they're going to be open for the fall, which is good news for us. Um, I mean, not ours yet. They haven't made any com- uh, statements yet. I've, they, I got an email that said they're like shooting for their to trying their best to get there. I think that like that's not a question that whether right now they'll open up in the fall. I think it's just like we need to see if something else happens. You know what I'm saying? Because like all this stuff are opening up again. If there's like a second wave, then I don't think there will be. Um, yeah. Semester, but if there's no second wave or anything, then I think that there will be. Just yeah, it's pretty simply put, I guess. we it, it really is. We're in such a limbo. I, th- there's no there's no answers in the real world. So I guess we have to turn to just whatever media we're consuming. I um I got to finally I I rewatched um, the play I was in with. Uh, I actually got to watch it for the first time. I you know because I was in it, and I watched it with my family, and it was really nice to just like look back at that and remember that time and those people. And it feels so long ago, but that was like. That was March. That was February and March. It was not that long ago, but it feels like ages. Um, really made me miss my people. And then, uh, yeah, everything feels so... This semester feels like so long ago, but it wasn't. Yeah. This, on, this What this feels like is the longest break I've had like without school especially because summer is coming up and like i've not even hit summer yet and i've already basically had a lot of time off of school yeah it feels nice it's there is some niceness to it but it's like trying to fill that hole (laughs) in my life right now yeah i feel you i feel you you want to know something crazy man i just learned that very recently do you so okay so college here in denmark is free along with healthcare and several other things because they pay higher taxes. But, so students here, they get paid to go to college. You're kidding me. How how fucked up is that? No, I don't paid. think it's fucked up. I think that's awesome and then we're fucked I up. I agree. Like, I'm saying it's fucked up because I want that. <laughs> You're like, like give, yes, t- me, like, give it they, now. They get paid, they get paid uh, if they're above 18 and not living with their parents, like if they're in a like similar to what I'm living in, like a college um, housing a setup dorm? or whatever. It's not a dorm, but it's like kind of like a midway apartment dorm setup. Anyways, okay. Um, they get paid a thousand dollars a month. What the fuck? How crazy is that? And on top of that, if they want to go travel and like study in a different country, study they abroad, get, they will me. get more money. Because the, the the country is like, hey, we want people who might be less fortunate or maybe not afford to go travel to have the experience. So, yeah, just ask us and we'll give you money. That That's awesome. That is, like, so awesome that they right? do that. I, it's so awesome. Like, and now you're starting to understand why everyone's happy as fuck here. Because, like, <laughs> <laughs> this is why. You're getting paid oh to go God. to college, free healthcare, free this, free school. It's crazy. What? Here's another thing, yeah. too, that's also crazy. So they have a thing like insurance, but it's, yeah, every, we have insurance, too. But no, this is insurance for, like, everything. So my friend, he got, he was he was on a bike, and he was drunk, and he fell off his bike, and he ruined his jacket, and it cost, like, um, like a $100 jacket, and he hit up his insurance company, whatever, and he was like, hey, I got in a traffic accident and my jacket got messed up. This is how much it was. I don't have a receipt for it, but this is how much it was. And boop, 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 they gave him that money. I feel like that's what can happen when you have um, not 255 million people in your country in 50 different states. Yeah, and also trustworthy people who will not take advantage of the system and commit insurance fraud. I'm sure some do. Because, well, I know, I'm sure some do, but, like, I was asking them, I was like, wait, why would you not just, like, take that jacket and be like, hey, this jacket was worth $200, 
and then I don't have a receipt for it and get more money. And then they were like, well, why would I do that? Because this system is helping me out so much. Why would I try and cheat the system? And I was like, yeah, you're right. You got the Danish mentality. I'm just coming in with an American mentality. <laughs> That's true. We're all lying scumbags. <laughs> just trying to make a buck. Right. I don't know. I, I, I do, like, yeah, I get that. Like, if the system is actually working for you, why would you want to cheat it? And exactly. And it makes you think about how, like, I feel like a lot of our systems don't <laughs> work. Work. <laughs> um, <laughs> to be blunt, I mean, this. I mean, take all this with a grain of salt. I guess we're both very ignorant people. <laughs> like we, we're young, we don't understand. I don't even know how to fill out like taxes. You know what? Are, what are, is very confusing to me is taxes because they don't help you with them, and if you do them wrong, you go to jail. Yeah, that's why you just have. I don't know. And so you have to pay someone else to do it for you. Yeah. And then they could fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) And you just put your taxes in good hands, right? I guess so. It's just just like, there's so much. I I totally get like the complaints of like, why the fuck do they not teach you this in high school? In in public high school, they really should. Like, this is is an argument. This is a point that's been made by many other people and better people than me. But, like, there's there's a need for that because plenty, plenty of people have to start working in high school or even before that to help support their families. And they start getting taxed on that stuff. And so why don't we just help them by having, a, like, a like a social economics class or something? And, inst- and, like, I don't know, like, something that goes over taxes and um, starts to introduce you to the idea of setting up a bank account or uh, what's it like to buy a house or, an, or rent an apartment, like... Things like that that you're going to need. I, I don't get that. Yeah, I remember... They have a whole... Oh, sorry, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. But I even know... I know at um, BG High School, they had like a home ec class where they taught you to cook some stuff. If they have that, why the fuck do they not have a class to teach you about taxes in housing? Yeah, I don't... I, I There was also a home ec class at my school. But in eighth grade, I think it was, it was in a history class. We did a little, like, project that was based around, like, taxes. We just, like, made around, like, budget and, like, got things. Like, there was, like, there's, like, a fake store set up and you got the things and you wrote down how much it was. And then you tried to, like, keep track of your, like, budget similar to how, like, people keep track of their receipts and stuff. And I, I can't remember how, like, I don't think we dove into it. Like, we probably touched on taxes, but it was just very brief and I have no idea. I cannot remember anything about it, but I definitely should be a class. There's There's so much stuff, though, that, like should be taught in school that's not like life skills and stuff i feel like uh, well I feel, so something i was thinking about was like how do you just dis- determine what should a parent have to teach a kid and what should a school system have to teach a kid well i think if the school system teaches it then the parents are more likely to teach it too you know what i'm saying no i like, don't similar, Elaborate. Similar, to, similar to how like a kid comes home and is like, can you help me with my math test or my math homework to their parents? Like, I think that if a kid had like, um, like a social economics class or like something like that, and then they had all this stuff to do and learn to do, then they probably would go home and say, Oh, Hey, I'm learning about this to their parents and maybe ask for help because they know that their parents know how to do it, or at least somewhat know how to do it more than they do. Well, I mean, that that's a given that, like, a kid's going to ask for help on homework, but I I think what I mean is, like, you know, growing up, uh, my dad would teach me when he was, when he had to fix something in the car, he would always call me and my brother out and we would, we would learn the lesson. And if it happened again, he would have us help him with it. And eventually he would try and have us do it on our own. Like things like that, or like fixing the light bulb, or painting the kitchen, and and my mom, yeah, 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 like mom, taught us to like um, do laundry and and um, and to um, fuck. What was the other thing? I, she was like, we we go to our parents about different things, and and sometimes it's school, and sometimes it's other things, and then as a parent, they're also supposed to teach us about like, you know, I I at least to my understanding, being a parent is instilling is raising your kid to be better than you were <laughs> in some yeah. ways. Like, like learning the lessons from your parents. Uh, like, again, 19, 19 years old and doesn't have a kid. But, um, the, like, your, your parent obviously had parents. And they 
liked some things they did and didn't like some things they did. So they take that and they try and cut out the bad and, and, and raise you and, and raise you to be a, a, a good person. And, and like the, they have to instill that idea of, of, I don't know, helping others and, and what it means to contribute to society in meaningful ways. Like these huge concepts are laid upon parents and it's so much easier to be like, to become a parent than to become a teacher. And the parents are expected to do way more definitely to raise a kid than a teacher definitely. is. I, I yeah, don't know. I, Not to discredit what teachers do because teachers do very important jobs. I'm just saying. No, definitely. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like when you say what should be left up to parents, what should be left up to teachers? Like, like I think there should be like a class that's kind of like the, like if it was like, like this is not a great title, but like the life skills 101, for example. And that in that class you would learn there you'd go over like you'd have your sections and you'd go over uh cooking and you'd go over uh whatever taxes um like maybe i don't know how to take care of yourself and mental health and time management and uh just things like that like things that are like I, oh these, these educating are yourself you ed- educating you on like why 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 sleep is important is could be a whole thing of like yeah. teaching like them about the sleep schedule sleep cycles and and why yeah, it's important like similar, yeah, it's teaching them about like, taxes teaching about um how to cook some basic meals um yeah like just, just similar to like a normal class like maybe you have like the mental health section and in there you yeah. learn about sleep and then you learn about other things and you learn about taking care of yourself and then the tax thing and then you learn a tag which lasts a couple weeks and you learn about this and that and so forth like uh, that should definitely be in schools and i'm sure it might be in some but it wasn't in mine wasn't in mine either yeah you want to talk about the arts not getting enough yeah listen man i'm still arts over basic life skills (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if i'd agree with you on that one but okay (laughs) uh (laughs) jesus Oh my god. We end up talking a lot about education in this uh this podcast. Yeah, well, it's taken up quite a bit of our lives. You know it has. I don't I mean there hasn't been a single year of my life since I was 4 that I wasn't in school. Exactly, right? That's crazy. Right. That's crazy to think about. Right. That's 15 years. That's quite a quite a bit of time. It is. I mean that's 75% of my life. Almost. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about like what life will be without school. Uh, which I, I can go which, ask which my brother. You... <laughs> he just graduated. Well, yeah. It, well, it makes you think like why I feel like some people like really want to stay in school and or become a teacher. I like I feel like that would be a motivation to become a teacher. Like I don't know are... if that's the best motivation to become a teacher, but go on. Well, it's well, it's not. But like, but like you're in like school so much, and then you're around it so much. You just have it all your life, and then you're like, you know what? I don't know if I want to quit this. I want to keep it. So then you go on and stay in school to get like a master's and stuff. And then you're teaching in school. Like, like think about those teachers. Think about teachers, teachers who like study to become a teacher and then be a teacher. That is their school is their life. They, they were in school from when they were six to 50 plus. That's crazy. (laughs) I, I mean, yeah, I, I, See, like, I mean, I, I think I want to teach some someday because I, I enjoy teaching. teaching. But, like, yeah. he, for me, like, I know what, like, I would want to teach. Um, I, I think I would, I know I could never teach any lower than, like, high school. I would, yeah. I wa- like, I would rather teach to um, high school and up or college. Like, I, I would want to, like, I would want to do, I, I, like, I want to... I like the training that I'm getting in my in my field of, of acting, and you know maybe someday I get to teach the Meisner, um, the Meisner work to somebody and, and do that. Like that that sounds interesting to me. Or or doing a job similar to what, um, uh, my old drama teacher does, which is a you know run run a theater program at a high school, and there's things you can teach. Like I don't know that there's there's a joy in teaching, and and there I, is. I, like I I I think teachers are really really under appreciated in our society i mean they're like you said they spend their whole lives in school but it's all for the service of the kid they care so much about the kids and that's when you get the best teachers is the ones who actually they're doing it to for the kids and to help them be better and then you have the the teachers who i think are bad teachers are (laughs) teachers who get into it because they couldn't do anything else yeah 
Like, and the, I've had bad teachers who are people I really like. I, 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 I stand firmly by the fact that at my, at the high school I went to, I liked every single one of my teachers as people. And I liked most of them as teachers. A couple of them, I just did like, some of them just didn't click with me as teachers, but I didn't, didn't fault them for that. You know, like it, it's, there's a difference between a, those two types of bad teachers you know like there's a bad teacher and then there's not quite knowing how to teach you know what i mean but i still think there can be benefit from having a good person who cares about the kids who doesn't quite know how to teach than having a bad teacher i think that i think that for me like teaching would be like i like teaching seems very fun and it would be some like it would be for me it would be exactly what you described like if i tried to do everything in life and nothing worked out at all and i was like 40 or 50 i would probably turn to teaching and be like you know what let's just have some fun and then but i would but i'd care about it or something like that but, <laughs> but i would care about it or something like that that's <laughs> man, sure D- troy promise me you'll never become a teacher no man i can't promise you that <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be a dope ass teacher not with that mentality <laughs> but... <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah. Do you think, do you think the, I don't know if this was um, apparent in your years, but like, do you think that the generations are getting worse? Like, what do you mean? That, that, like when I was, now this might be because I was growing up and you're seeing the classes before you, but like, um, or you're seeing the classes that are coming after you. But like when I was like a junior and senior and stuff, like to the and the teachers at my high school would agree like with this like the classes above us were fine like like all classes you know they have some troublemakers this and that but it seems like at least i I don't know i guess i've been two years out of high school but um so when i was a senior like the juniors below me and so forth sophomores freshmen they just like seem to be like worse and worse like they just don't care they don't like want to learn like like um well think about yourself in freshman and sophomore yeah yeah yeah, no do you want to learn no, 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 listen, listen, I understand that. I'm saying, like, I, like, like, that's why I'm, that's why I said maybe it's just that I grew up more and I'm looking at these people from later in my life, but the teachers, like, are in agreement, like, like, they, like, have voiced, like, like, in some, like, private conversations I had with, like, some, like, teachers who I was, like, like closer with, they, like, voiced that, like, the, the chill, the, like, newer classes and stuff were becoming problems. Like, one of my, one of this one eighth grade teacher I had, he was, like, um, really uh dope teacher one of my favorites in uh eighth grade but he i think i forget now now this is just um speculation i guess i never got it from a real like uh i would say credible source but he quit his job he quit because someone like wrote song lyrics on the math on on a math test and then he just quit so that's speculation but i know for fact that he quit because like he just did not want to deal with like the up-and-coming bullshit because it was getting harder and people didn't want to learn as much and i don't know if it has progressively gotten worse worse since i left but like the teachers told me that like it seemed like the like coming years like that because i was talking to uh, teachers that were teaching like senior so they were like saying oh like the next few years looks like it's i'm not looking forward to because it's going to be tough with these kids who don't want to learn and stuff and I don't know if that's just my school. Maybe there's just a few bad grades or with like kids who are more, I don't know, well, shit stuffers than more than learners. But I don't know. Fun fact about uh, me and my class: um, before I left BG school systems and went to MV, my class at BG, my my year, was notorious for just being shitheads and the worst, um, and continued but, but to be that way. No, I I. Because, like, in classes that, like, graduated ahead of me, like, kids that are older than me, there were shitheads, you know, like, the ones that, like... We were... But, no, I'm saying we were a whole class that was bad. Um, of, of shitheads... Of shitheads how, though? Like, of shitheads, like, that, like, just, goof off and play around and do, like, things? Or, like, kids that don't care and don't want to learn? Yes to all. It was it was just bad. Like, I mean, there were some of us... Obviously, there were exceptions, because, like, I was a goody two-shoes at that point, and I always wanted to please everyone but like i my point point is there's always bad classes and i do it like i i i would interact with my um uh sixth grade teacher mr hockle sometimes um (laughs) 
and, and we, he would that that came up about like my class and stuff. So I think there's always been classes like that, but I think but, I don't but know. Right. I I do say I do agree that I've seen like again this could be the fact that we've gotten older and are looking back, but I do think that the the classes I'm seeing nowadays are less motivated to learn. It, it, I, I agree that's something I think and like that's not something I know because I only have my own school for exposure really but like that's something that I saw at my school and I'd be curious to know if that's problems at a lot of schools right now because I wonder here I guess a mini conspiracy theory I wonder <laughs> if it's related to cell phone usage man because no, like, I think it's related to parentage I don't know man because like, I, I will fight you on this one I don't think it's cell phones I think it's it, it starts. It What's the difference between parents now and parents like ten years ago? Okay, so there was a problem. There was a problem that they had. How do I describe this? I always heard about this. Like when when millennials started entering the workforce, people called them like uh, lazy and and stuff. Uh, uh, there was a. How do I explain this? That how was explained to me? Like there was this movement in like the eighties and nineties. No, it must have been 90s because it wasn't, it wasn't the 80s. Of like where it shifted from people, like people started listening to kids more and trusting kids more. Um, and, and like we, we ended up with much more um, self-entitled people. Uh, the whole like push of like everyone's a snowflake, you know, like that. Like everyone's unique yeah. and special. Um, yeah. That whole thing started in the 90s. And that's pers- like I think, <laughs> you know the children coming out of that and then some of them are old enough to have kids of their own now like it's just it's different and it, I, it, yeah i i i think maybe i agree but I, what i'm more and i think about is okay so hold with me for a second don't 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 peek in like let me let me get the thought out so um so there there are things in your life that you derive dopamine from correct um all the thing like eating gives you dopamine a hot shower sleeping whatever and further things past that like drugs alcohol um coffee whatever it's just you do things repetitively because you like it because it hits off your dopamine centers and i believe we touched on on this earlier but in the previous episode of cell phone addiction or whatever but um Every time you get a phone hit or whatever notification, that is dopamine. That is a because you it is a sh- reassuring you that you are liked, and then you like that. I guess literally they are like likes, like whatever. Anyways, so if if you were, agree with me on the basis that cell phones can be cell phones can be addicting to dopamine or whatever, um, then I think that when you do this, so so say cell phones on top of that, like laptops i guess or like video games and stuff stuff that like hits your dopamine all like so much it makes the other things in life disinteresting like it makes like the basic things like like reading and like learning it makes it disinteresting because they're not things that you get instantly like like the your phone and everything that and like i guess other whatever anything but i'm I'm guessing like revolving around phone usage because that's what i brought up but like when you when you do that, that's like an instant gratification. It's like bang, like I'm getting this dopamine right now, and it's like oh, but then I I could read, but that that would take a lot of time, and then it's not really rewarding because then I don't finish my book, I don't really know, I don't waste that time, man. I don't want to, I don't really want, I don't feel like learning. I just like I just going, I just let me let me, oh whoa, new video new video posted oh let me go watch this you know what i'm saying like i feel and 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 the the ages that people are getting phones since we have been born is definitely being younger and younger because they are being more accessible because they've been out longer like i i i definitely think it's at least if not cell phones themselves and the concepts of cell phones and smartphones and like what they do to your mind and stuff is definitely i think having an effect on wanting and desire to learn in my opinion so yeah i mean that's a problem that i don't know 
I don't know who's going to be solved it. It feels like everything, and I think there is a graph, like a scientific proof and graph of this, that everything is growing at such an exponential rate that we just don't know what to do. And, like, we don't know how to keep up. Like, I don't know what the year is or, like, what the specific time when we'll reach this, but there's, like, technology is advancing so much more like exponentially more than human knowledge can keep up that there will be a time that it just goes way far surpassed our understanding and i think that's kind of scary like that we won't even be able to grasp like the capabilities and capacity of the technology that we have and are using and i think a lot of people don't even grasp the full concepts and uh, the capability of what we are using right now yeah but Anyways, I would like to stop talking about cell phones because we've talked about it a lot. And the more I talk about it, the more I sound like an elderly fellow. <laughs> so so you, do, you do have a bit of an old man's soul, an old soul. I, just do. I think that every day when I sit with my over medium eggs and cup of coffee, black. Yeah, I, I do think you, you eat the breakfast <laughs> of a man who's gone through shit. <laughs> I, eat the, I, I, just, I just like... And I like it with no no sound, no nothing, just eggs and a black cup of coffee. And then I feel like if you were looking from, if you were a fly on the wall in that room, you'd think I was like just thinking about the war. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like flashbacks. Like like when you when you see those pictures of someone looking like super intense, and then it's like shows above like yep. transparent flashbacks. Yep. That that is exactly how I eat my breakfast. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know yeah. something else? Is, is this a problem at your school, too? I don't know if it was, but are, are vapes a problem at your school? I what? guess just while we're still talking about um, problems in the school. Vapes? Um, not at my high school, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. Super big at my high school. Like, super big at school, too, isn't it? I know you. Yeah, like like every... But that's not here. That's not... It. So, I guess the main, the main culprit of the vape, vaping... Whatever Didn't you used to vape? Not, no. Like, I, I, uh, here, here, I will, I guess I'll tell you the fun story. One time, I owned a vape, or we'll, we'll say a jewel, for a week, because I got it for $10, and I sold it for 50 and I was like, I don't want this, this is bad. How did so you I swing that, um, what is that, 500% gain? It was a very big gain, but, yeah, so, I guess, if you want to say, for one week. How did but, you swing that? I'm, I, I'm curious. I just got, I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a man of magic. Swindle? Comments. You swindled somebody? Swindled someone right up out their cahooters. Anyways. <laughs> swindled out the cahooters. Yeah. Anyways, I think it's bad. I think it's not good. But any, the, so yeah, Jewel. Yeah, I'm I very guess, against nicotine. Yeah, Jewel is like the main thing, but that is like, so that, a Jewel, that's like everywhere. And like when I was in high school, eighth graders were using these, which is crazy. That's like. That's like a 12-year-old smoking. That's a 12-year-old smoking. That is a 12-year-old smoking. That's not even like a 12-year-old smoking. It it, it doesn't look (laughs) as bad as a cigarette because it looks like a fucking USB port or USB whatever. Drive, a USB drive. But, like, it's still smoking. Yeah, and the only reason I know that 8th graders were doing it was because um, that I knew... Like, I didn't talk directly to 8th graders. I knew... um, Creeping on some 8th grader story? (laughs) <laughs> yeah no i knew people who like they had like brothers and sisters and that grade and I, I don't know if i like saw them vaping with them or maybe they were like oh yeah so-and-so has a vape or whatever but like i know for a fact that at least a, a decent amount of eighth graders had one and this was two years ago two years ago okay which feels crazy to say that was two years ago but anyways like to think about it that if there's people in eighth grade that have it there's definitely people in seventh grade that have it because it's just like the trickle down like I think you needed to be 18, or I think it moved up to 21 now to buy it. So you need to be 21 to buy this. Then the 21-year-olds buy it for the people in high school, and then they probably just flip it to the 8th graders, and the 8th graders probably flip it to the younger kids because it's money. Like, if I was in 8th grade and I was, like, some, I, like someone was, like, Like, let's say you bought a jewel for 10 bucks, and some 7th grader's like, I'll pay you 50 for it. You're going to do it. Exactly. <laughs> then I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll fucking take it. I don't want it. Fifty dollars, yeah, you're the fifty dollars. And so I'm like, I'm sure this has happened. But like, when you think about that, like that there are kids probably like ten years old doing this. What? That's my, that's my I, stuff. Ooh, uh, yeah, I. 
I don't know. We we have this culture of of people obsessing of growing up sooner and doing more sooner, and and I feel like, I mean I I heard this all the time when I was a kid. You probably did too. But just like, uh, you're growing up too fast, or you're gonna like you know like stay a kid while you can be, and like, yeah, be a fucking kid, please, while you can be. <laughs> you please, you have very limited time to be a child. Take yeah. advantage of it, like. But there's there's no there's no push for I feel like there's no push for that in our society other than by adults, because they're the the ones because they're the ones that know and then yeah kids don't listen because kids don't listen to adults. Yeah, and you could try your best to tell your kids this, but then they're just gonna get corrupted by the other kids who are fucks. Yeah, I. Ah man, that's a hard knock life, ain't it? I I have a lot of thoughts in my head about like you know, parenthood and, and like the kind of people we have around today. And, and like, I, I don't know. It's a really touchy subject. I feel like, because you know, on the way they were shitty. The way the, sorry. What? It's okay. I'm just saying on the way that we're going right now, with the growth of everything, man, in 10 years, say if you had kids in 10 years, that's going to be, might be in a whole different ball game. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just like, it's hard. Okay. I, you know, you had fathers and, and, and I feel like children of the before the 80s and specifically like 50s and 60s and before like, you know, had the like the stereotypical thing of like a like a distant father or a, uh, like a, a mother who do you know what I'm talking about? Like, I, yes, yes, like, I do. And how that shifted to like the parents of because the, then so we have the, the kids in the, the 60s and 70s who had distant harsh fathers or or, or uh, always working and, and the mothers you know were around but then like so the kids try and be better for their kids when they have them later on in life and then we start getting you know we moved into that whole like everyone's trying to to pamper the kids and then kids become spoiled and then spoiled kids get old enough and have kids and they don't know any other way than spoiling their kids and then we're just we're f- we're full or we're a country full of entitled brats is what it feels like. And I, and I'm fucking, I was fucking one of them. I still on some level am like, it took a lot of work for many people to be like, dude, you're being an asshole. Check yourself. And I did eventually, but like, like, and I'm not blaming my parents for that. I'm not blaming. I I, I was a little shit and it's not their fault, but I feel like that I often see people in our country be underappreciative of what they have and and just generally entitled and i have a huge you want to talk concepts troy entitlement sets me fucking off entitlement and reverse entitlement which or inverse entitlement whatever you want to fucking call it but like entitlement is i am better than you therefore i deserve special treatment right that's that's the basic definition of entitlement as quick as i can say it so the inverse of that which is um, I'm worse than everyone, and therefore I deserve special treatment, and that pisses me off to no end. I I cannot stand it, and, and so many people. And, and the thing about reverse enti- entitlement is easy easy to see, but reverse entitlement is fucking sneaky. It it sneaks up on you. It comes out of nowhere, and, and like you'll you'll be hanging out with someone, and then suddenly it clicks, and you're like, oh, you just you're that that's 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 so deeply ingrained in you and it gets so difficult to talk about because people god i'm i'm gonna get in so much trouble for this i feel like i'm gonna get in so much trouble for this but like trying to talk about this and then also having to take in the 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 account like uh, anxiety and depression and how people feel on the inside with mental illnesses and and trying to deal with that and i just don't know what to do because this there's people i there are plenty of people i know and i can i I will not be naming them, um, uh, just who, who live, the only one I will name was me. Like I lived in that reverse entitlement for so long that it's so apparent to me now when anyone, when anyone is living in it because it, I'm so familiar with the concept. Like I, I was there for a very long time. I had a, a, a lot of experience with, with that reverse entitlement and it, and it can come from, uh, like self loathing or self-hate or whatever like it comes from that and so it, it's just it's infuriating to me that we, we are full of people who seem to be on either end of the spectrum and we have very little people who 
are aware of it or mm-hmm. have beaten it. Uh, like, yeah. I think entitlement can be beaten. I, I don't think it's not... I don't think it's an end-all, be-all. Because I also believe everyone can change. And I, I think people are always changing. Um, does, the, does this make sense? This con- like the, the entitlement that are is just everywhere in our country. Yeah, I think so what, I'm, what I am going to say on it is it's interesting because I wonder how, how far it stretches past our country because um, here in Denmark, they have this law. So this law is called Jante Law or Yante Law or something like that. And it's in what is in the, the Danish version of the Constitution. And it's this thing that states that everyone is equal. No one is special and everyone should be treated as such. They have that and... And, and I think it also ties back into what we were talking about with the like sense of like autonomy and everything, like being able to fend for yourself and do it all yourself versus thinking that you're entitled. Like, like it, what you're saying, like with entitlement, is what would make people hate you in Scandinavia and like areas like that. Like people who think that they deserve more than their fellow person. Exactly, because and that thing you brought up about being special because they are because they're bad because they think they're better because they think they're worse either way, or because whatever that would make them disliked and people would not like them and then they therefore not trust them and yada yada so forth and i i think it's really like i know it's definitely ingrained in our culture i don't know how many other cultures it is ingrained but i think that is very interesting learning about this culture the scandinavian culture and how they did i don't know how much they have that or don't have that because i have not talked to every family anything like that but i know at least in the books that the way that they live their life is very um autonomous and equal and no one is above anyone else everyone is no one special everyone is just person trying to do their thing i know we've talked about this before but this was in this gotta been last semester um my 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 issue with the statement of everyone is special um you remember talking about this uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna restate it here, but like, just the, nobody is special. And I'm, I'm getting, okay, like, I, I, my thoughts on this are derived very directly from Mark Manson's book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, so, great book, helped me a lot, give it a read, highly recommended, but, so derived from, from his thoughts, and kind of shifted to be my own, um, I, I, no, nobody is special i don't think it's i think that is a horrible mindset to have what everyone is is unique everybody is unique and that's why people are so interesting and and like they're they're, as much as we say all this like i think you know we've all got the little human quirks and, and imperfections that make us unique and interesting and awesome but nobody is special because every single one of us has those little quirks imperfections and things that make us unique no, the the second that someone believes themselves special, or or believes in this concept of being special, it, it creates that entitlement. Like it, you're not special. I I it helps me. Like okay, and I do want to say this is very much personal for me because I, I talked about this with a friend of mine, and it, and it doesn't work for him. But the thing I I do when I when I'm having trouble with problems, sometimes I have to just remind myself that I am not special, and it works well for me because it reminds me that if like. I'm not special. I've, I'm not the only one who've ever had this problem. And clearly, other people have beaten it, so you can do it too. Like that, just that's how it works for my brain. I fully understand that doesn't work for everyone. I have a friend who has to tell themselves they're special to get through some problems. It just helps them, and I don't. I don't want to discredit that. I just want to say my points here. You know, like, I that's, that's how it works for me, and I I, I get frustrated. By that concept of special snowflakes, like special little snowflakes. Yeah, I agree. I think that a wonderful quote that I'm sure is everywhere—not everywhere, but I'm sure if it was everywhere, it'd be it'd be more regarded as such. But I'm sure that is on a T-shirt somewhere or a coffee mug that I think sums this up very nicely. That you said, but you just didn't put such a nice phrasing. Is everyone is unique? No one is special. Yeah. What a quote. I like it. I believe in it. Do you know it's who said it? Who said it? Houdini? God? What? Moses? 
Gandhi. <laughs> okay. Any others? Was it none of them? I tried. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know the quote. Well, you just said it for one. I, I don't know the original quote. <laughs> Me neither. Maybe it's not. Maybe you just quoted it right now. And then when you get famous in 10 years, then you can say, hey, this is my quote. And then when people search up your name, it'll be there. And, and I will be a fraud. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, exactly. I think I think we should. Um, you you had that new concept for us. You wanted to introduce. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah. So now we're gonna bridge over from everyone being unique, known, special to movies, and we're gonna talk about a new thing that we're gonna do. So me and my buddy here are going to start doing this thing where each show. We decide a movie to watch, and then the next show, we discuss it, talk about it, do a little chit-chat on it, and yeah, it would be very cool if whoever is listening, if you are listening weekly, or even not weekly, uh, watch it too, and then you could share your thoughts, or even just listen while we have to think about it, but yeah, anyways, so we decided on this last week, and we chose a movie, even though we did not uh, mention it in the previous episode, the movie we chose was Honey Boy. Uh, it's like a semi-autobiographical autobiographical look into Shia LaBeouf's life. And yeah, so I guess, Dan, tell me what you thought about that movie. You saw it today. I, saw I it did. I watched it this morning before we started this podcast. Um, and I, I, man, I really enjoyed it. I, 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 um, I'm always a sucker for a good father-son tale. Um, and it's kind of refreshing to see one that's not always it doesn't exactly have a happy ending. Like I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like a, I'm a big fan of like those, those movies that are bittersweet endings, you know, and, and yeah. this one really hit the mark on that. Um, I think we should not dip too far into spoilers. You know, we maybe do a light spoiler warning, um, sure. on this, but I mean, there were, there were, it was Shia LaBeouf. I don't know if he's ever wrote a script before, but knocked it out of the park with this one. And it was a very well written script. Um, it was a story that I don't think we often see told, especially in the way it was told. Um, I think the acting was well done. That kid, I, I, I don't know his name, but whoever played young Otis. Yeah. Very yeah. talented young man. Very. Like, I mean, he's got, I, I don't think he's any older than 13 or 14. I, I have to look it up. Maybe he is actually 12. That's the, how old he is in the, sh- in the movie. Yeah. But he's a very good actor. Um, and I think the best part was, do you remember uh, mid-90s? We saw that together, right? Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> funnily enough, uh, uh, Lucas Hedges was in both of these movies. Um, very good actor. Um, but, okay, light spoilers for, mid, for mid-90s. for uh, mid In that scene uh, where, I don't remember the kid's name. I just remember the actor's name. The actor's name is Sonny Seljic, um, who played the main kid in, in mid-90s. He... You know, he, he gets fucked up and, and sleeps with that girl or whatever. And he's like, what, 13? Um, and it felt a little weird, but, like, it made sense for the story or whatever. Um, in this one, remember how there's that girl who's around? And, you know, Otis is 12 and that wait, girl's wait, wait. around. Wait, wait, wait. Pause for a second. What? Okay, wait, wait. Are you... Are you, you... No, 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 continue. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, interrupt. Uh, okay. Well, I, I enjoyed the fact... Um, because there was that girl around and they, they kind of, like... They had... They shared moments... They never, and, but they never, like, went that far. Like, it, because um, the whole time in the back of my mind, like, he's, like, 12. But, like, they cuddled, they, they, gave, they, they, they gave each other love without doing the sexual things, and it just, it worked for the story much better than, you know, dipping into any kind of that, you know? Like, uh, I think it really serviced the story, and it didn't go too far. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you know Do you know who that girl actor is who played that? Her name. No, I was uh, gonna look up the. I haven't looked up the actors yeah. yet, but I was going to. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I'm just going to say the letters because I think that's how it's pronounced. Was F K A Twigs? She. I was. I was, so was that her? Yeah. Do you I, know who that artist is? Like the music artist? No, I. Uh, no, who? Okay, no, I don't. I, well, anyway, anyways, her name's like I don't know if it's Fucka or F K A. I'm pretty sure it's F K A. Anyways. Uh, like super dope music artist. Like I like a good amount of songs by her. Definitely on some playlist rotations. Super dope artist. And I didn't. I like halfway through this, I was like, 
who is this? like I saw the cast list or something. I was like, oh shit, that's who that is. Like, hats off to you away for being multidisciplinary in the media realm. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, um, do you remember the the friend uh, in the mo- in the modern era? It was it was Otis's friend in the rehab. Uh, yeah. His roommate. He was great. He was so good. I, I loved I every scene he was in. Just a great, great, well, well-written character. And I, I think that scene where they talked about, like, you know, where they were, were they, were they smoking? I don't know. They were, they were standing outside and talking about, like, how Lucas was struggling. Not Lucas. Otis was struggling, and then he had that monologue about his, his cousin. I really liked that scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was a good scene. Um, I think... I would definitely recommend recommend this movie to anyone. It's it's pretty it's pretty short too. It it definitely yeah, it tells its story, enough. like an hour and a half movie. I feel like is either gonna be really good or just like a sloppy Hallmark movie. Sorry, mom. Um, she loves yeah. those things, but like it 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 used exactly the amount of time it needed to to tell its story. Like I didn't think it should have been any longer or any shorter. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, I think that. I don't know, man. This movie, I get... Um, all right, here, I won't say what I rated it just yet. But I think it's super impressive because of what it is. Like, the movie is, like, Shia La- That's, like, it's more or less Shia LaBeouf's life. And that's kind of crazy. Like, it's very closely based on his life. Because I know, um, like, like, these are things he struggled with. Like, his father was, like, similar to such. Maybe not as bad in points, but, like, similar character and he was a child actor and growing up and all these things and being in rehab and fun fact he actually wrote this movie as a PTSD exercise in his times in rehab which is uh, which makes total sense because that's what Otis does in the movie exactly and yeah that's just like and like to to grow up to to be that child actor with your dad and all this having pressure and then to grow up and make this movie and play your dad who was your like perpetrator and all of like your negative emotions that i have respect uh, i I just have to respect copious amounts of respect for like that is that is cool that's very cool it is i i I think to the the line if i could pick one line from this movie that had to sum up the whole thing um that uh, it's in that one of the last scenes when when little otis says uh, light spoilers light spoilers but it's not a lot um uh, of um, you wouldn't be here if I didn't pay you. Yeah. Fucking hit me like a truck. Yeah. <laughs> when you started getting real with him. Oh man, yeah. yeah. I also one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes, which was probably the one that's quoted from the movie, if there are quotes, but was the one that was like, "You got a seed has to destroy it, totally destroy itself to become a flower." Oh yeah, cool. that was right at the end, right? Yeah. That right yeah, it's such a. It's such an interesting idea, like, that, like, yeah. Because they had to show, they had to, like, there, there was a story to tell about growing and changing in the past, but also you had to make sure that he was still on the path to end up where he was in the present. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, Daniel, how many coffee cups would you give this movie out of ten? <laughs> oh, man. Um, or coffee beans. I don't know, man. I think I think I'd give it a, like a like eight point two. It's pretty. It's pretty true to rating. I I was I was gonna say like an eight, but since you want to get technical, you know, I might I'll agree with you. I'll agree with eight point two. That's a pretty. Since I was gonna say eight, but it was a very good movie and I had mad respect for it. Yeah, so I like like I feel like. Yeah, eight point two is like like it was a really solid movie with a good story and well acted and well and and all and like well directed and well written. It like, it just doesn't feel like a, like, sometimes you see a movie and you're like that's a ten out of ten, and you just know oh, like yeah. like, I mean very rare, very yeah. rare. I mean okay, it's very like, rare for me, for me at least. Yes, like, yes. Ten. Um, examples from this past year, um, Parasite. And Parasite. I mean, I mean, yeah. cliche. Cliche, I know, because, but like, it's it's that it is that good. Like, Parasite and Joker, both. Parasite, 10 I was 10. just about to say, Joker would be another one I would put right up there. Like, that blew me away. Very, very because good. like, I, I wonder what puts a movie over the edge like that for me. Like, I, I guess it's like, because like, Honey Boy is a, a good script, good director, well acted, um, well shot thing. It's a great movie, 
but it's not a 10 out of 10. But, like, Parasite and Joker, like, I guess they, like, just push the limits, you know? Like, they... Yeah. They, they put film in, an, in, a, in a light that I hadn't thought about it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I think that, like, some films set them set themselves up for not being a 10 out of 10, obviously. They're, like, just some films that just, no matter how good the acting is, no matter how good it is, it just would never be a 10 out of 10. And that's, like, Honey Boy. Honey Boy succeeded in everything it meant to do. It just would not be a 10 out of 10. But it's still like, really good. Still a very good movie. Still very much worth watching. Just not that movie that just, like, leaves you jarred and... Yeah, and I think to like to, f- to put the middle bar in there. If Honey Boy's a solid eight, and we got like Parasite and Joker up there at ten, I think what hits a nine for me is like Lighthouse, the Lighthouse. Yeah, I don't know if I'd give Lighthouse a nine. I'd probably give it an eight and a half. I loved it. I'm very into like the vibe that it gave out. I don't. I, I'd give it an eight and a half. Like I'm very like. Oh, man, a ten is just very rare to give to. Like I don't even know if I would, like I would probably give Parasite and Joker a ten. Because I at least have to give some movies tens, but I still don't even want to give those tens. I want to give those like nine point nines, just because tens are so hard to come by. Yeah, like, I feel like that's just like the perfect tip top movie, but they were <laughs> pretty pretty perfect in themselves. Yeah. Well, um, so speaking of uh, Bong Joon Ho's Parasite, our movie selection for, the, for this next week, we decided on Memories of Murder, which was Bong Joon Ho's, I believe, first big hit, um, one I've been meaning to watch for a while. We're just you know gonna find a way to watch it. Uh, if you're able to find a way to watch it, uh, feel free, uh, and we will discuss it next week. Yes, yes, exactly like that. And if you're just uh, really into movies and you have no time left for anything else in your life and you want to watch good movies, I also watched the movie Blind Spotting this week and Run Lolo Run, which are two movies I would recommend that are unique and very good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, so yeah. Uh, check those out if you can. Um, Troy always likes to recommend his Letterboxd, which I finally downloaded, and I will get to filling out all the movies and making a watch list for eventually here. But um, you know, I'm uh, I am basically all out of coffee here, just beans. <laughs> uh, yes, sir, and I am all out of tea because I didn't have coffee this week. What a shame! What a disappointment! <laughs> what a <laughs> shame! Well, matey. You know, as they say where I'm from, I guess we'll catch you next week. And, uh, these days. See ya.